Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Joining me is Tyler. It has been a long time since we've done one of these due to scheduling conflicts, vacations, all sorts of stuff. But Tyler, you're here. We're doing this. How you doing? I am okay. How about you? Oh, I am better than okay. I think I'm doing good. I think I think good on the scale of things. I, I think I'm there. Um, potentially great. I mean, it's been a pretty good morning. Um, just laying in bed watching soccer. And, uh, yeah. My team won, finally. For the first time in ten years, Arsenal has beaten Manchester City. Nice. <sighs> I'm sure that's a big deal. Yeah, huge deal. Uh, going into an international break, the, uh, the top of the table looks really packed. So, <laughs> mm. yeah. Interesting competition this year. Uh, but, yeah. Um, we're here to talk about stuff. Video games. You watched the race. I did not watch the race. Uh, what happened? Is Max champion? He is. Officially, okay. yes. Did he um, Did he win it in the sprint? Or did he yes. do it? Okay. He won it in the sprint. I think he would have won it on points, but Perez crashed out of, of the sprint. Ah. So... Mm. He won, regardless of what happened. Um, Piastri actually won the sprint. Um, wow. Which, yeah, which was very interesting. Hmm. Um, so that was cool. And then, yeah, the race was weird because the FIA mandated that the stint lengths were only 18 laps, no longer. Like, if you went over, you were literally disqualified because of the Why? tires. So the tires what? on this track, even though they brought the hardest tires in Pirelli's range, um, were degrading so poorly that in the curbs, too, just completely destroy the tires on this track that um, they just, I guess, for safety reasons, they didn't want a bunch of fucking tires blowing up and teams pushing it and all this stuff that they mandated these pit stops. Which So it was a really weird race just because there was... There was still some strategy, but you knew when everyone was going to pit. It was kind of weird, but in the end, the um, Max won, followed by Piastri and Norris, Lando Norris. Um, they were only about four seconds behind Max, so it was mm. eh, just a little close at the end. Just, eh, just a little close. Yeah. But um, yeah, weird race, weird race. But uh, first thing, uh, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton who started, they started P2 and 3, they crashed uh, in the first turn. So, Russell Into continued each other? on. Yes, yes. Oh my god, what Russell continued on, but uh, Hamilton did not, and it was, it, it was honestly 100% Hamilton's fault. He just, he, basically, Max, Russell, Lewis were going into the first turn, three wide, and there's a lot of space in that turn. It's a big swooping turn at this track. And uh, George just literally got pinched by both of them. Um, I mean, like, Lewis totally could have given George more room, but he didn't. And just, yeah, they, he got taken out. That's yeah. probably the most dramatic thing that happened. But hmm. it was fine. It was just a weird race. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a little unceremonious to win the championship on a sprint. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so as well. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know how how they felt about it at the time, but like that's that's kind of weird. It's first time for everything, I guess, but 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see sprints going away in F1, so it's it was bound to happen at some point, but yeah, it, yeah. it is a little not as exciting for sure. Yeah. Maybe they should have a separate sprint championship. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, mm. who knows. But mm. now after this race, because I think Perez only finished ninth in this race. Yeah. Max's lead, he has a 209-point lead over Perez, who's in second. And Perez has scored 224 points total on the season. Mm. That is fucking nuts. <laughs> so That is just absolutely nuts. Realistically, if Max didn't want to race the rest of the year, he doesn't have to. <laughs> no, he literally doesn't have to. Except that his contract, it probably says he has to race for the Constructors' Championship and all that. But right, even so, well, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, like maybe Max can like pick his next year's teammate if he wanted to. Yeah, <laughs> like, hey, honestly, you, dr- you drive my car for the rest of the year. <laughs> honestly, I think Max should sit out these last five races. And in each race, Red Bull can just put in a different driver next to Perez. So, you know, they could mm-hmm. put Ricardo in for a race and Sonoda and Lawson and whoever scores the most points is the Max's teammate next season. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be entertaining. That would be insane. I don't I don't think <laughs> I don't think that would be good for it. anybody. <laughs> no, but uh, it'd be highly entertaining. Yes. It would be good for us. <laughs> yes. It would. All right. Well, it's enough on that about to uh, get to the American part of the tour. So I guess the only interesting thing I think is left in the season is Las Vegas. See how that runs. And then I don't know. There's some battles. Maybe I need to look at the constructor standings, but where's McLaren? Are they could they maybe so nip third? They are fifth right now. OK, they are just a handful of points behind Aston Martin for fourth and only a okay. hundred I think 105 behind Mercedes in second. Mm. So, I mean, it's totally, it might be tough for them to get second, but the battle from second to fifth is actually, I think, quite interesting over the last couple of races. Mm. Um, so. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that shakes out. Yeah. But it's time. You've had plenty of time, Tyler, if you have not finished a video game. I'm going to be so upset with you. <laughs> I have I haven't finished one game. I finished two games. Oh, okay. All right. I was about to scream. Yeah, I was no. about to scream into this microphone. Um, no, I've actually yeah, I've I've gotten to play play a good amount of stuff. Um, cool. Most of it all the same, but you know things are finally done. So before we went on vacation, I finished uh, Pokemon Scarlet. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was very fun at the end. I thought it was a little. Kind of epic for a Pokemon game at the end there. Um, a little different as well. So really enjoyed that. Finished Diablo 4 as well. Um, that was fun. I think this that game is just way too fucking long. It it's is. just way too long. Like, by the end, I was just like, please, can we just, like, finish this? Please. Thank you. Um like I enjoyed playing it. I thought some of the final like missions were were neat. Some of the final boss fights were kind of neat, but um, yeah, just overall the game is just incredibly long, and I just felt very done with it by the end. 
I'm not saying I won't go back to Diablo 4, but um, yeah, just need some time away from it. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, so yeah, finished those two games, and it was it was good to have those two games done um, on the plane. I played a lot of uh, Mario and Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, um, which I've just kind of been playing here and there, and I'm on the fourth out of five planets, so I'm actually almost done with that game in a way. Um, and yeah, really enjoying that game. I think this is another game where I think for for a Ubisoft game, it's actually very tightly designed. Um, but some of the side content is just so hit or miss. Like it's just so blah some of it some of it's cool where you get into like a cool boss fight or just a fight in general some of it's just some puzzle solving or some of it's just go capture these fish and throw them in a fucking pool and it's like eh, it's not that fun um so overall like the side content's very hit or miss to me the um main stuff is is cool like the boss fights and stuff in the main game i'm i'm in campaign i'm really really enjoying so yeah did a lot of that and uh i have also done a lot of final fantasy 16 yeah Um, still i think have a little bit to go but i did well what's the quest i'm on i'm on the quest things fall apart um so uh did an incredibly epic sequence of boss fights um with uh spoilers for final fantasy 16 i just we gotta talk about it because it's just epic. Yeah. um so skip ahead a couple minutes uh yeah did uh a lot of uh boss fights there very long boss fight against uh bahamut yeah and and all you know obviously everything that goes along with that and then even all the stuff character wise afterwards um with uh, Clive's mom and you know that whole dramatic drama. Yeah, that shit's fucking dark. And, oh, it was incredibly dark, and uh, I'm very curious uh, where things go with like Ultima and stuff. Throwing that in there, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it almost felt like the ending to the game, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's probably like you know 20 more hours left or some shit, mm. um, and. Dude, but it was just, it was so good. Just to, like these sequences are just some of the best stuff, I think, in all of modern AAA video games. Like, it's so good. It's so fun to play. And, uh, you know, I'm really, like, this is probably some of the best story moments in this game. Um, but yeah, just some of the stuff in between, though, is still just awful. Like, even right before this, like, in the main quest, I think you have to go like find these kids and all sorts of stupid shit. I'm like, this is just boring, dude. And then, yeah. but then you get to this stuff, and it's like, oh my god, yes. Yeah. So, if, I think it's just a pacing problem with this thing, with this game. That's probably my biggest thing. But, um, but man, this this boss fight, this whole story sequence was really, really well done. Yeah, they they really should have just you know. Uh, sucked it up and made a 20 to 30 hour character action game rather than an 80 hour RPG. <laughs> 100%. 100%. Yes. Like, if they're going to do this sort of style for another Final Fantasy game, I absolutely would want them to do that. Um, I just think it would 
be an overall tighter experience and not have as much downtime. Because the downtime in this game is just very down <laughs> at times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the highs are just like, you know, you got the adrenaline pumping and it's just, it's so good. It, I've just, I don't know, I feel like I haven't played a game like this in a long time that, or really ever maybe, that has just swung so much from hour to hour. Um, but yeah, this this game's pretty much my my full focus here over the next hopefully week or two, and I can pound this thing out and get and this one on to play as well. Move on to some other things. I was I was yeah. gonna ask, but now now that now I know you haven't played a potential, you haven't played a, a tightly designed Ubisoft game. You mentioned Marion Rabbids. I've been hearing similar things being said about a uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, I'm interested in playing that. I've heard some things that kind of bummed me out about Mirage, but I'm still. I've played every Assassin's Creed game. I'm going to probably end up playing it. Um, you don't want to go but, back to chaining assassinations. <laughs> yeah, no, like I do, but like apparently, like the story sucks, and there's no good ah. characters and stuff. And it's like those are the things that sure those early Assassin's Creed games were nice twenty hour games, um, but the characters were really well done. The story was really well done in those early games. A lot of people, I just feel like anymore, forget that about Assassin's Creed. Um, And so hearing some of that stuff kind of bums me out. Um, Because, sure, I'm down for an an old-school 20-hour Assassin's Creed experience, which it sounds like is is exactly what this game is. Um, But, yeah, if the characters suck, then that sucks. Um, Overall. So... Yeah, I'm interested in that. I obviously Spider-Man's really soon, and hearing that Spider-Man Two is only 30 hours to platinum makes me mm. very happy. Mm. Apparently, it's only like 15 to 20 to beat the game. I'm like, yes. And then seeing people upset about that, I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, why? What is wrong with that? I would absolutely love a nice 20-hour tight open world spider-man experience i mean that just sounds great and i'm so glad that it seems like insomniac didn't do what it seems like most studios do anymore of like the sequels bigger just bigger period just because they can or they feel pressured to um so yeah uh that 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 makes me happy too so trying to i I should definitely have fun fantasy done before spider-man comes out for sure yeah yeah there's also a Mario game coming out that I'm excited for. Yeah, so. yeah. I think for me, the way that I'm thinking about this, because I still want to, obviously, I still got to play Starfield. I want to get back to Tears of the Kingdom, but I need a little bit of break from these massive games yeah. um, and just play some smaller stuff for a little bit. Um, just because in three games, I think I have almost 120 hours, which, don't get me wrong, I've enjoyed these games, but... yeah. Whew, it just sure. I with with kind of the limited time that I have to play games, it just feels like I'm in, I'm just in this rut, and I've been playing the same thing over and over and over again. So, yeah, yeah. What about you? I have six games listed here. There are other games that I've touched, but I don't want to talk about because I just haven't played as much of them. Uh, but let's let's get into it. I've started my replay of Yakuza Six. Um, Ooh. I am 
into chapter six of that. I forget how many chapters are in it. Um, but yeah, just as good as I fucking remember. Really good. Uh, I love uh, I love how goofy this game gets. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, just now with the context of all the games that came before, it's even better. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and even really look- kind of knowing some things even that come afterwards too. Yeah. You know, it's kind of definitely puts it in a lot more context where so that's cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited to uh, get through that before uh, sometime in November. I forget when the next game comes out, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, working on that. Uh, I've also been playing Niantic's new game, uh, Monster Hunter Now. Um, the location, their location-based games, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, hunting monsters on, on the map, you know, it's it's pretty good. I think I like actually playing Monster Hunter now more than I like playing Pokemon Go. Hmm, interesting. Because you're actually doing things in Monster Hunter now. You're actually fighting the monsters. And the controls are okay for, like, I think they did the best they could with touchscreen controls. Like, uh, I'm, of course, a hammer boy, so you just hold, you touch and hold to charge up a hammer swing. Um, and then you can swipe to dodge. Uh, so, like, different weapons have different things that they do when you uh, when you press and hold. So, yeah, there's all that. Um, yeah, it's it's fun. I'm I'm uh, I'm having a good time with Monster Hunter now. Sweet. Uh, other games Did... I've been playing. Oh, what's up? Well, I was gonna say like, or just ask. You know, Pokemon Go, especially at its height seemed like a very populated game with a lot of people playing it. Do you get that sense with this one? Or does uh, that not matter for what the game is? I don't think it matters is? as much for what the okay. game is, no. Gotcha. Um, like, you can party up and hunt, and it's actually easier than partying up in a regular Monster Hunter game. Because <laughs> 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 that's, that's, that has been its own shit show for decades now. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, so I I have uh, partied up with uh, with a few people and done done some uh, hunts. Uh, yeah, I mean it's functional. Um, people still play Pokemon Go. To, don't 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 get me wrong. But oh no, still I, I, a shit ton of people playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people still do. I just yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, other games I've been playing. Let's see what do we have here. Darkest Dungeon. I've I've. Got gotten back on a darkest dungeon kick. Yeah, first one, what? Yeah, the first one. I'm gonna play the first one. I have both of them, so I'm gonna play the first one for a little bit, and then I'm gonna move on to the second one. Okay, um, cool. These games are really fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're not my thing, but I've always enjoyed watching people play them. Like they're, I think artistically, just incredibly neat. Yeah. Last night, I I went and fought a boss. And I beat it, but at the cost of two of my strongest characters. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm back in the process of building other other characters up to fill their spaces uh, because, yeah, it it was brutal. <laughs> it was pretty rough. I went in with pretty good health and prepared, but it didn't seem to matter. <laughs> they fucked me up real good. Um, so do you gotta like grind it? Grind it out. Yeah, I have, to, I have to, to grind it out a little bit, which I don't mind. I, I don't mind the grind. Yeah. Um, I've continued playing a little bit of Starfield. 
I've actually gone back and played some Fallout 4 because I need to play some of that DLC. Um, so I've loaded that up on my Steam Deck, and that's that's one of my work games. I've been rotating between Fallout 4, Darkest Dungeon, and Yakuza 6 at work. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. Uh, pretty good rotation there. Different games for different, like, brain situations, like what, what I'm having a taste for. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and also just noticing that there is definitely improvement to the uh, to the shooting between Fallout 4 and Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, yes. That's good. It, because at first when I played Starfield, I was like, okay, this is kind of like what I remember Bethesda's uh, RPGs. Like This is kind of what I remember what Fallout 4 feeling like. Because before Starfield, I had been playing like New Vegas and Fallout 3, and I'm like, okay, those games definitely feel old. Um and then I moved on to Starfield. I'm like, okay, this is kind of like what I remember Fallout 4 being. And then I go back to Fallout 4. I'm like, no, they definitely made some improvements here. Not that Fallout 4 is bad. It's just that you can you definitely notice there's been some work done there. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. So, yeah, really having fun with that. Uh, and lastly, Tyler, I have jumped on. The EA Sports FC 24. Ooh, okay, all right. Formerly, I feel known, like... formerly known as FIFA. <laughs> right. I feel like you have always had like a, a love-hate relationship with this franchise over the years. I so have. I'm really, I really have. curious about this. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is almost exactly the same fucking kind of game <laughs> mm, <laughs> as those okay. old FIFA games. <laughs> so I'm going to... like. I'm enjoying my time to start off start off with it, and I really feel like it's going to fall off for me at some point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I it it has been a while since I've played one of EA soccer games, so um, they have made some changes uh, since the last time I played. Some different stuff with the uh, my career mode, um, where you basically create a player and you play through their career. Um, and they've done some things like there are different personality types which give you different perks and stuff. They've RP they've made this a soccer RPG. In a soccer a way RPG. That, yeah, it's uh <laughs> I wanna love it, but I find it hard to love it. I like it mm, right now. Damn. Um, okay. And I think that's where it's gonna be. I think I like FC twenty four. I'm not even remotely interested in what bullshit FIFA, the global soccer organization, is going to come up with as a video game in response because it just feels like they're totally, utterly incompetent. And uh, yay, for better or for worse, has been doing this for a while and they seem to know what they're doing. So I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that's where I'm right. at with it. I just... I wish it were a better video game, but it is just the same video game over and over. Does it play any differently or anything like new or cool now that it's it feels not FIFA? Like it's, or? No, it very much just feels like it's that game. It really just feels like the same type of game they've been making. Gotcha, um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> very little has changed except the name. Um, yeah. That's enough on that. 
we've got plenty of news to catch up on. It's been a while. Yeah, the, the um, one thing really quick, though, before we get yeah. into the news, I think we need to chat about Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Because, <laughs> obviously, we haven't been able to play last week or this weekend. And, yeah. unfortunately, I can't even play next weekend either. My schedule is just fucked the next couple Dude, my of Dude, my schedule for October is pretty booked, too. I'm not yeah. Lie. So, what I am coming here to suggest is that like it's okay. I know you started a different playthrough. I think it's okay if you go beyond where we're at. And okay. like our playthrough is always going to be there. We'll always come back to it. And the way I look at it too is like this game is so huge, so like everyone's playthrough is going to be different. So yeah. like even your playthrough that you'll have, I'm thinking about start one on my end. I'm sure it will be totally different than the one we have, and we'll be able to just see more stuff. I can so. guarantee that I, I have a very different playthrough. I can start over and do the Dark dark Urge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. And do a fucking evil playthrough. I can fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so yeah, I, I just want to say that. I think it's okay Like if, if we kind of do our own thing with that. We'll play Baldur's Gate when we get a chance. It's just, okay. yeah, ours. Our schedules are just a little fucked for a little bit here, and I don't yeah. want us to like not want to pl- not play that game for two months or some shit, yeah. some some crazy, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, yeah, we'll we'll do that then. I'm also yeah. curious, man. Mm. So I didn't put it in the news, but I saw some new dark, uh, not uh, new uh, Dragon's Dogma gameplay. Mm, Have you mm-hmm. seen any of the new Dragon's Dogma stuff coming out? That game looks fucking good. It does. It looks fun. Yeah, I did see some of that stuff from TGS. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted to download Dark Arisen on my Steam Deck. <laughs> oh, so many yeah. games. So many games, yeah. That Steam Deck's a really good device, Tyler. I'm going to tell you that. That Steam Deck is a really, really good device. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems like it is. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we have here for the news? Let's kick it off the news with a little PSA. Um, actually, no. Th- these are employees. I thought. I almost thought this was uh, not. It's not any less bad. Still bad. There has been a an information uh, a security breach at Sony. And 6,800 current and former employees are victims of having their information potentially stolen. This fucking sucks. Like, at the bare minimum, you should expect your employer to keep your information, you know, secure. (laughs) But, you know. (sighs) Ah. Yeah, it it does. And and I've heard things of like, yeah, Sony's been hacked, but I feel like Sony's been weirdly quiet about it. Maybe this is why, just because it's... It seems like it's maybe more internal, like like you said, doesn't make it any better. Um, but yeah, yeah, I agree. You, you do expect your employer to uh, be able to take care of that, especially a uh, technology company like Sony is. Um, so yeah, but I mean, they are offering credit credit monitoring and all that stuff, which is nice, at least. But I mean, these companies are just, any company like this, just constantly under attack every day with yeah. this shit. I mean, it's it sucks. 
but yeah all right let's see that's not the only bad news tyler there's been a lot of layoffs tyler as soon as you go on vacation there's, there's just a shit ton of layoffs what what the hell oh, yeah i know um, sorry so let's start off with epic epic games you know that huge company you know that makes a shit ton of money on Fortnite. they they've laid off 800 800 employees 16 percent of the company um they bought Bandcamp. They have like they were they had been buying a lot of things. A lot of companies, developers, whatever. They've been buying shit and other laying people off. Like what the hell? Why? Why? Tyler? Yeah. That, that that's what bothers me the most is that they like, yes, it sucks. They are laying off 830 people. That's that's just awful. While they're also making a lot of money on Fortnite. Now, one thing that I did read, I don't know if it's in this story specifically, but they did say that, like, yes, they're making a lot of money on Fortnite, but apparently they're making... There's more players making money through whatever it is, like the player creation stuff, some sort of content creation, which Epic has to pay out more for than usual. Um, Not not excusing that, but that is something that I guess factors in there a little bit. But what bothers me the most overall is that just, yeah, Epic has been on such such a buying spree, buying... Bandcamp, they bought um, the developer of Fall Guys, Psyonix with Rocket League. They bought, I didn't even know they owned like a, mar- a marketing company. Like, what are they, what the fuck? Um, but then on the flip side too, they do certain things that are rather pro-developer in a way with like Unreal Engine, but they're maybe not making as much money as they could off of that, but it's very pro-developer on that. Um and they're so they're doing all sorts of shit, um, and now it's just to the point of like, well, we bought all this stuff, and now we gotta get rid of. It. Eh, well, I don't know. I, I want that, That's a bummer. I want to counter the point that like they have to pay out on the stuff from Fortnite's like community creations. That's work they're not doing. They didn't do that's the true. work. Mm-hmm. They're literally that's like true. that. Isn't like they're investing in that like. Sure, they're paying out for it, but they're also making money on it too. Like, and that's money they're making from work that they're like, I, like, yeah. Do they expect to just be able to profit from everything? Like, right. And, and it's putting you know people into Fortnite into that ecosystem that I'm sure they're spending money on that stuff too. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely on that. I, I just don't like yeah. to hear excuses like that when they're fucking laying off eight hundred people and like it. Uh, yeah, and they're no. like they they point they point to this this other thing when it's really not them. It's the it's it's they just want to make the numbers look better. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm definitely not excusing him for for that sort of thing. I think I think it sucks too with Bandcamp. Um, it, it's like. What was the point in buying Bandcamp if you're just literally going to get rid of it a year later? Um, and Bandcamp is very vital for a lot of independent artists. So I just hate seeing that get get fucked with. 
Um, I hope Bandcamp will, will be okay. Uh, it seems like they're selling it to a music licensing platform, Song Trader. So hopefully that'll uh, work out. But, you know, there's a lot of bands that I listen to that, like, they don't even put their music on Spotify. Like, it's only on Bandcamp. And you have to go buy it. Uh, like you used to have to do that. Uh, uh, um, buying music. What a right. concept. <laughs> yeah. The the one thing that I will say that I think is very nice with this um, is that their Epic is giving six months of severance, which is, yeah. That's a lot, is more than, than a lot better than a lot of other things. Than most companies do. Like, yes, you're losing your job, but six months of severance, I mean, that should hopefully give you a lot of time to find a new job, hopefully. So some um, some companies don't even give that. So Yeah, and I guess now that we're speaking of severance, let's just let's just go over to a different situation when it comes to severance. Let's real do quick it. here. Uh former BioWare employees are suing uh after if for, they're suing for yeah, it's related to their severance. Um Bioware had come to them, and this is post what Dragon Age Inquisition. Yes, were, were these? Uh, yeah. So, Bioware had offered severance that was less than what is required by law in Canada, and the employers are now suing them. Why Bioware would try to offer something less than is legally required, I don't know. Maybe they're just fucking stupid. But I hope these people win more <laughs> than is required now, because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, definitely if it's by law. Yeah, that's just crazy. For sure. I want Bioware to, to do that. So, yeah, hopefully they get get what they need with that. I'm curious the number. I mean, I don't think we'll ever really know, but I am curious the numbers. Like, what what did they get versus what they should get? I guess should have gotten. Yeah. I'm curious on that. Well, no, they rejected. So how it works is they offered a severance package, and these employees rejected that severance package. Oh, because it was too low. Yeah, I got you. Because it was literally illegal, Tyler. <laughs> Not because it was too yes. low. Because it was literally I illegal. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Got you. Bioware broke the law. <laughs> um, which is not a good look coming in to, because they're probably going to end up doing another round of layoffs after <laughs> fucking Dreadwolf comes out because that's just how these fucking video game companies work. Right. And, and yeah, when... It just makes them come off like incredibly cheap, um, and when they've been struggling too with their games, yeah, yeah, it's not a good look. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, if you see this, like, I don't know, why would you want to go work for Bioware? Yeah. I mean, not just this, everything with Bioware, but <laughs> you know, even if you go there and unfortunately get laid off, you're not going to get anything good out of it. Uh, not the only stories about layoffs. We've got some some other ones here. Uh, Telltale, they haven't even been around that long anymore. This new edition of Telltale, they're already laying off people. Um, yeah, The Wolf Among Us has been delayed. You know, all, all these delays and stuff, and now they're laying off people. I don't know, man. Maybe, 
this revival of Telltale <laughs> wasn't the most thought out. No. Definitely not. Um, yeah, this is uh, this is crazy. Yeah, they didn't share how many people are being laid off, but it's still not good. Um, especially when they've put out... I want to say they've really only put out one game since they've come back. Let me look that up quick. Telltale Games... Um, was was they barely the, put anything out? Was that the border? Was that a Borderlands thing they did, or was it the uh, thing they did with Amazon? I, I forget. I forget what things Telltale is working on now. They do the Expanse. The Expanse. That's what. Yes, okay. that is exactly what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's really the only thing they've put out since since they've come back, and that's just. A bummer to have to uh, to do that. Yeah, to lay people off when you're not even putting anything out, and even your biggest thing, The Wolf Among Us, which, as long as it's good, I think will be at least moderately successful. There's a lot of people, including myself, that were very excited or in very much like The Wolf Among Us. Um, so I imagine it'll be okay, but yeah, it's a bummer. And then lastly here we have a Naughty Dog. Um, I'm not sure about terminology here. It says lays off contractors. I'm not... Is it clear whether or not they... Like whether it was just the end of their contract and they aren't being renewed or what is happening here. But yeah, a lot of of people leaving Naughty Dog with no severance because they're contractors. Yeah, now, I'm not a contractor. I've never been a contractor, but I don't know. Do you get severance because no. you're a contractor? I mean, you're you're not technically working for Naughty Dog as a, right. like a full-time employee. So I don't know about the hubbub over that. And most of this, I mean, yeah, it sucks that these people won't, you know, have work. Um, and But I think it's all stemming from... Apparently this multiplayer project factions is not in a good spot at all. So they, mm-hmm. and it's uh, being reported that it's basically been put on ice. Um, so I imagine that's where a lot of these people are coming from of that, you know, they, uh, unfortunately, Naughty Dog doesn't have any work for them because this project's been put on hold. Um, so we'll see where that goes and we'll see if we ever ever even see factions i don't know it is just really hard for me to imagine that factions is bad like i don't know it was it was good first time around i just i don't know it's just hard to imagine naughty dog making a bad video game that they would practically cancel it mid-development so but we'll see we'll see I guess where that goes. But I imagine that's where a lot of this is coming from. Yeah, and I, I think the real problem here is just, you know, kind of the structure of, of work at Naughty Dog and that they rely on contractors uh, to do these kinds of projects. Like, instead of having full-time employee, like, to sh- to shore up their lack of full-time employees, which they'd have to pay benefits to, they hire these contractors, which they don't have to pay benefits to. Um yeah, I just I just find that that situation where like so much of your workforce being contractors, like 
it it kind of feels a little exploitative, like exploiting the system where, yeah, we can we can hire these people that we don't pay benefits to and we can cut them off at any point if the project goes bad. Yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, it, it's, I think most game companies, especially AAA, do use contractors. Yeah. I think it just varies on how much. Like, I, I've heard a lot of stories of how, like, 343 uses way too many contractors. Yeah. And that's part of the reason why Halo Infinite was very poor in a lot of ways. Um, it took so long. So it varies from studio to studio. But I'm, I'm with you overall. It's like, yeah. it is definitely I, I, a business move. I, I just find like the whole structure of utilizing contractors in such such great numbers being like a lot of these people are like hoping for me like they're not contractors by choice they don't have a job they if they had a choice they'd prefer to be at a studio long term as a full time employee and they're hoping that being a contractor is their foot in the door but if this is their introduction to working in the video games industry. Uh, I don't know many people who would want to continue working in the games industry. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a rough time for the industry in, in some ways right now. Like, it's kind of making, you know, more money than ever, but there's a lot of layoffs, a lot of teams trying to do things that they don't, that they're just not good at, and they don't typically do, like Naughty Dog here. You know, they're they're just they're not a multiplayer studio. Have they made good multiplayer? Sure, before sure, but they're not. Um, I don't think it's, we have it in the news, but Sega canceled that Hyenas game from yes. Creative Assembly. That's a first person, um, uh, a first person shooter live service game from a team that makes uh, real time strategy games. Yes, Creative Assembly know. of totally Warhammer fame. <laughs> Like, right. Like, I'm all for teams trying something new, but in ways you got to do it. I don't I don't know, because you, the example everyone always uses is uh, Gorilla with Horizon from, from Killzone. And I just don't know. That's not going to work all the time. And it, it just seems like there's a lot of just overall just poor management in video games. It's very weird right now. All right. Uh, hmm. Okay, we'll just stick with Naughty Dog here for a second. Um, got a little bit of a leak on someone's uh, LinkedIn profile here. They're, they're they're doing a Last of Us Two remaster. Tyler, I mean, this has been rumored, correct? This, this isn't the first time we're hearing of this. I feel like it's been rumored, but this is the mo. The most like concrete evidence we've had for this. Yeah, someone got a little bit loosey goosey on their LinkedIn profile, and uh, yeah, I I believe it. I believe it. They're this is this is what Sony does. They remaster games that don't need remastered. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I am. But at the same time, though, I am shocked that it has even taken this long to do it. Um. One, with the success of the HBO show. Two, The Last of Us came out the same year as PS5 launched. Like, or Last of Us Part 2. So, I'm just surprised. I know they did, like, a patch uh, for the game. But, you know, there isn't a PS5 version. Like, I'm just kind of surprised that they didn't say, like, Hey, let's have a PS5 version to go a year from now for this. That has updated visuals and lighting or whatever. Fuck. Um, the cynic so in it, me it is... It kind of surprises is... me. 
the cynic in me says that was totally intentional and they meant to bleed as many people for their money on the first release and now they're waiting for the second release. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll get it. I'm I'm pretty sure. This will probably be seventy dollars. It'll have a few new bells and whistles and they'll get it. They'll and get people like you will buy it again. Yeah, but I don't know if I'd buy it right away. I mean, even mm. the last was part one, I uh mm. Well, I got it as a gift, but it was on sale. So I'll okay. say that. It okay. It wasn't full price. Um, yeah. All right. We'll see. I'll, but this I'll is, believe I mean, this you. is absolutely <laughs> happening, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go. Let's move over to Bungie here. Oh, Bungie. Um, this looks like a fucking mess. Okay, a former HR manager at Bungie is suing Bungie be- for wrongful wrongful termination because of pushback she got from you know suggesting some uh, some some sensitivity training for for people uh, based on you know what she had observed as potentially racist. Uh, a, a racist bias in uh in um within the company it's uh yeah it doesn't look good to get fired after you get pushback for suggesting the yeah hmm. looks like a mess i don't know about you tyler yeah no i bungie's kind of uh they're in a mess of uh situations multiple situations um and it's not looking good over there um, with things like this. And then also just Destiny 2 is just, I don't think people are too happy with right now either. Um, the vibes so, are bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bad, bad vibes um, coming out of Bungie for sure. Or around Bungie, I should say. Um, and yeah, this this isn't good. Uh, absolutely. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with... Uh, with pushing for some sensitivity training and things like that. I feel like everyone should go through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't want to go through it, that's that says a lot about you, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah, uh this yeah, they're they're going to have a trial in January about this. Um she is suing for, you know, wages, damages and attorney fees and all that. Um We'll see where Bungie is at that time. Did Sony know that this there was a whole shit show around Bungie before they bought it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Was it a but... distressed asset when they bought it? <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't uh, think it was this bad. At least, um, and you know, Bungie not only feel like they're caught up in a lot of lawsuits, but they are also obviously a very sue-happy company themselves, mm-hmm. winning a few lawsuits recently with, like, cheat engines and stuff like that, so... They are not strangers to the courtroom. <laughs> no. They're just... Yeah, they're not a company that seems to just kind of go away and just make their video games, and that's it. Um, but at the same time, like, I don't know, Bungie's always been about communities and things like that, even going back to Halo, but... Yeah, a lot of this stuff just isn't good. I am curious if it will even get to the trial. 
if this will be settled Set before that, then. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Jim Ryan's going away. Yes, he um, is. Took over Sony, you know, CEO as CEO of Sony in 2019. Um, and he's going to be succeeded by Hiroki Totoki in... Uh, in April, and, um, yeah. Jim Ryan retiring. Yes. Uh, I think that he is, I think this is a little past due for him. He said some pretty out-of-touch things even at the start of his time as CEO, and I don't think he's really improved. I'm not sure about the decision-making he's made behind the scenes, but his public-facing comments have almost never felt good to me personally um i'm not sure that he was the right person to be the face of sony going into the playstation 5 Uh yeah i i think from a business sense i think he is or was um i mean look at how successful playstation has been and especially guiding something like that through uh, like the pandemic and all the shortages and all that stuff. I mean, that's pretty crazy stuff to do. Um, So I think from that sense, and a lot of the shareholders probably don't give a flying fuck about that stuff, but I am with you that he did, and he has said a lot of very out of touch old man stuff. (laughs) A lot of really weird things. Um, My favorite thing being that video of him or image of him like holding the controller all incorrectly which is just yes. legendary um i think there's there's a lot of things though still that we won't know um how like overall his tenure went um because things just take so much time um I think the biggest thing, and so far it's been a little rocky, but we still don't totally know because they haven't put them out yet, is their Sony shift with live service games. Um, will that be good for them? I don't know. Um, so far it's just been a little rocky. Um, so that's that's one. I think PlayStation VR 2 is another one where, sure, it seems like a good product, but it's not selling too well. Um you know, not getting a lot of great support. Um, so yeah, I just I feel yeah. like placed on PlayStation VR two. I think it was pretty tone deaf to look at the economic conditions we are currently in and thinking that PlayStation VR two is going to be a success. Yeah, like, it, it, it yes, it, it's a stretch. Absolutely. Who can fucking Would afford stretch, that regardless. on top of buying a PlayStation five? Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a hell of a lot of money, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's some things there that I think he's done really well. Some things that, you know, he's... You know, I think, you know, obviously one of the biggest things he's re- he really put his foot in his mouth on is the whole We Believe in Generations thing at the beginning of the PS5 launch and how Sony's, like, upgrades went with some of its launch titles and having to walk some of that back. You know, that wasn't very good. The... Um, wanting to close the PS3 store. Uh, that didn't work too well for him. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But apparently, you know, he's been at the company for 30 years. I think the biggest thing that he said of why he wants to 
retire now is uh, the travel, actually, which I didn't know uh, is actually insanely demanding for someone like him. So he needs to spend, I think he lives in Europe, so he only gets a, per, per month, this is basically how it goes for him, which I didn't know this, he spends a week in Europe, then he spends a week in Japan, then he flies over to North America because PlayStation's primarily run out of the North American branch of uh, Sony. So he's here for two weeks, and then he does that all over again every month. Like that. You know, sure, he's a CEO. He, he uh, makes a lot of money, all that stuff. But I don't think that sort of schedule is good for anyone. I mean, that's that's a lot of fucking traveling. <laughs> that yeah, sucks. I, 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 as I much as it. he's probably in, like luxurious fucking apartments and all that shit. Like I, I get that, but I think anyone would get tired of that. I, I have an That's idea. I, I don't think any of that travel is necessary. Work from home. Motherfucker. It, it probably call, is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. It, it probably is unnecessary, but it's yeah. old people having old people brain thinking they need to be there in person to communicate. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And they're doing it to themselves. So I don't have massive sympathy. Um, yeah, sure, that schedule sucks, but you made that schedule for yourself. You're the fucking yeah, CEO. Someone did. Make the someone schedule did. work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see where PlayStation goes from here. I, I'm also curious on, you know, one thing with Jim Ryan coming in is that PlayStation got a lot more quiet. Like, there's not a lot of personality in... Uh, a lot of people that work at PlayStation anymore. All they the personalities don't... moved on. All of them. Well, moved yeah, on. they've moved on, but some of the people that are there just they don't you know show up on podcasts. They don't do interviews anymore like they used to. Um, you know, the developers are really quiet. They barely announce any new games. Like, I'm just curious if that'll change at all. Maybe PlayStation looks at it and goes, "What we're doing is clearly working because we're selling a lot of games and consoles. We're not going to change that." But that clearly changed under Jim Ryan. Um, and so I'm curious if that'll change at all. Yeah. Well, I hope it, I hope it's a little bit more fun, but I, I doubt it. They're just handing it off to another old guy. So yeah, uh. in an interim basis, we'll, uh, so apparently Hiroki Totoki, uh, he's the president of Sony group, but, and then he'll be the CEO of PlayStation as well. So it's a lot on his plate. I imagine They'll be looking for someone else, though. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting times. Also, very interesting. Potential strike action uh, from SAG-AFTRA because they have failed to reach an agreement with some video game companies. Um, Yeah. This alongside, you know, the other strikes happening. I hear the writer strike. Uh, they're they're going into negotiations now. Um, so the writers, yeah, the writer strike is over. Actually, yeah. Um, are there? Did they did they agree on a full deal? Or they, they did. Is that still under? Okay. They they did, and the writers called their deal. I forget what they called. It, it was something like extraordinary. It seemed like they got pretty much everything they wanted. Yeah. Um, and I think they are talking to SAG-AFTRA. Um now um and next week so uh, on the hollywood side at least so yeah um hopefully that'll get resolved sooner or later but yeah this is a uh, i'm curious how this will play out i don't think they have uh 
they haven't went on strike yet. This is just the vote to have a strike. Um, yeah, I think. But yeah, curious yeah. how this will play out and what its impacts might be. And and with this, like other stories have been bubbling up about you know how much voice actors get paid and all that stuff. Tyler, did you see how much Jennifer Hale got paid for her role in Metal Gear Solid? I did not. No, twelve hundred dollars. Ooh. When so? When was that though? Um, let me look this up. Uh, Hail Metal Gear Solid. Uh, let's look up in the I'm news. Just, I'm just uh, curious. That is a very low low regards. He was paid twelve hundred dollars <laughs> in 1998. Mm. Which I guess you know, if you want to treat it for inflation, still. That game sold millions of copies <laughs> since. It it yeah yeah and I, I I yeah that's very low. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not otherwise, but also that was at a time where video games just weren't looked at like they yeah. are today. Uh, yeah, should she maybe get some more money for that now? Yeah, probably. But um, yeah, that's that's still that's crazy. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, we're, I, I hope that a deal can be reached because I enjoy hearing these talented voice actors in my video games, and I would not want to hear uh, the people, the you know, the guy who's just sitting at the office and being like, hey, can you record a few lines? I don't want that again. <laughs> We've lived through that right. era of video games before, and that was not good. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we'll see where this goes, for sure. Fucking Dan Reichert was in L.A. Noir. <laughs> yes, he we was. Don't, <laughs> we don't need that again. I love Dan Reichert. He does not to be vo- need to be voice acting in video games. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. CD Projekt Red. Oh, wow, this is the other thing I wanted to mention. I think I'm going to get back into cyberpunk. Oh, Okay. I hear very fucking good things about this 2.0 update. Yeah, and um, Yeah, uh, we've got a couple stories here. The cost to make Cyberpunk good, potentially, $120 million. <laughs> $120 million to save Cyberpunk 2077. That's bigger than the budget of a lot of games. <laughs> it is. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. Fan and Liberty apparently cost $84 million to make and promote. Yeah. But it's what they I had hope, to do. Yeah, I hope this works out for them because um, yeah. I don't want to see CD Projekt Red go away despite some of, you know, some of the controversies around them, some of the insensitivity they've uh, they've they've um, some they've they've shown their asses a few times. Uh, but they do make good video games and I hope they can improve on 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 the you know just being decent people uh but yeah i i want i want i want their video games to be good i want i generally want video games to be good tyler i'm not i'm not sure if you know this about me but i like good video games me too um, me too um yeah so hopefully cyberpunk has turned around it has sold quite a few it sold 25 million 25 million copies of cyberpunk um, and I expect that to rise as, you know, word gets around about this 2.0 update. Definitely. Yeah. I find it interesting here 
uh, in this article. In comparison, Kotaku reports that it cost $174 million to develop Cyberpunk 2077 prior to launch and $142 million to market. So mm. they spent almost as much money trying to turn this thing around than they did developing the whole thing <laughs> in yeah. the first place, which is pretty nuts. Um, you know, I don't... I think it's it's an awesome success story. I want to get back to it as well. The game looks awesome. I'm very happy for them. Uh, at the same time, I just... I don't feel bad for them having to spend this money in, in turning all this stuff around, taking all that time, because... One, I forget the exact number, but it was something they sold like 13 million copies at launch just through like pre orders and stuff. Like they made their money back. They chose to put out a poor video game on, especially on PS4 at launch. Um, you know, they made some poor decisions there, but I think they really needed to, you know, invest to turn this thing around because. You know, their next project, I mean, I still think people, next big project, I should say, still shouldn't fully trust them. Still got to wait and see a little bit, but, you know, it's at least going to be a lot better for them, hopefully, in terms of PR, because that was pretty bad for them. Yeah, and if you haven't bought Cyberpunk yet, maybe hold up, because I do believe they are planning to put out a complete edition of this. That includes Yeah, that that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. They should. They should. All right. Uh, yeah, that's enough on CD Projekt Red. Let's see. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to put that. Uh, I don't know. Tyler, how much do you care about Sony's movies? <laughs> you know, I watch them, but I'm not going to say I, I care about them a lot, but, you know, I watch some of their movies. Um, do you know what this Sony Pictures core thing is? Yeah, so this is uh, something that is going to be included, I want to say, in PlayStation Plus Premium, whatever the highest tier is. um, Okay. To where it's just like an added thing of, um, yeah, you can stream a lot of Sony Pictures films, basically. And some of them are new, new movies like uh, Spider-Man Across Spider-Verse is in there. Um, Oh, so I might have to check this out. Pretty much <laughs> what it is, I think. And I want to say you might be able to get this even without PlayStation Plus. Like, you don't need it. Yeah, it's pretty much what it is. Is It's just kind of a streaming platform for a lot of Sony Pictures movies. But I don't know... I don't think you need PlayStation Plus to get it, though. I think it is just a perk, for sure. And I think it's, it's good. I mean, obviously... Uh, Prices raised for PlayStation Plus, and you know maybe not a lot of people will use this, but it's at least another another perk there. You know, maybe I, maybe this is maybe this is where I'll watch the Gran Turismo movie. Yeah, when it comes, exactly. when it comes out on this, that's one of them that's in there. Um, yeah, Uncharted, Bullet Train. I, I like Bullet Train a lot. Of movies, Goofy, yeah. Jumanji movies, Venom. <laughs> I did not there watch Venom. Maybe I'll maybe I'll yeah. watch Venom. You don't need to watch Venom, but it's it's a dumb movie. Hmm. Okay. Do I need to watch Resident Evil? No. I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, I, I didn't or see it. Do but... I need to watch Morbius? Do no, I, does it no. need to become Morbin time for me? No, Morbius, Morbius, Morbius ain't good, dog. 
that's cool. Um, let's see. Uh, the Activision acquisition is going to wrap up. Reported, it's reported that Microsoft is going to finish this acquisition. Uh, Friday, October, th- Friday the thirteenth. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm. Activision we'll Blizzard coming. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what impact this has on Game Pass. Yeah, me too. Other than the price going up. Yeah, which is inevitable. <laughs> I'm curious what games they do throw on on Game Pass um, when whenever this goes through and whenever they can after that. It has um, to be the Crash and Spyro games at at the very least, just to be spiteful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could they? Would that wait? Activision owns those IPs, right? Yes, they do. They could crash. Is Crash Bandicoot already on Xbox? Yeah, yeah, the new Fuck. one. Are. Fuck, man, that's so weird. That is so it, weird it to is. me personally. Uh, <laughs> it's very weird. Damn, but huh? Oh well. Okay. When does the World of Warcraft subscription come with your Game Pass? I know. When, I know, man. The thing I want to know is when does this fucking family game pass come out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's been just kind of out there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like to, they're... Go ahead. Sorry. I would love to split a family game pass subscription with people. That would be so much more efficient. <laughs> it would. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it seems like Microsoft's going to push this deal through even though the FTC is trying to sue them again. Yeah. See what, well, see what happens with that. The FTC already failed. They did. <laughs> uh, um, you put in a leak here about Far Cry 7. Tyler, I thought we were done with Far Cry. Yeah. So apparently... I'm a little confused about the future of Far Cry, though, overall. But... Um, yeah, apparently this comes from Insider Gaming, Far Cry 7, known as Project Blackbird. It might be called Far Cry Rise, which makes me want to throw up. I hate that title. Um, it is apparently um, set to, uh, or in a fictitious tropical island called Kimsan, which can be found uh, in the Yellow Sea next to Korea. And... It's supposed to come out fall 2025 is what it's targeted for right now. But it's apparently going to have a non-linear story. So basically you need to uh, rescue uh, this family within 24 hours of real time or 72 hours in the game. Mm. Um, When you enter certain safe houses and stuff, that time pauses. But apparently that's what the story is. And I don't know. That actually sounds pretty cool. To be honest with you, that sounds like the a shakeup that Far Cry needs. Um, I'm just curious how much other garbage they throw in there. You know, like I, here's this non-linear story that I'm supposed to do that seems pretty neat, and um, you know, I only have X amount of time to do it. But let me go on like a random ass, like weird drug trip as a side quest or something, like Far Cry always does. Let me go. Let me go sabotage the weed barn over here or something. Like, I don't know. There's probably a bunch of trash that they will throw in there, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. It's kind of, it's an interesting concept. 
Yeah, I'm just sure. worried that it uh, it'll become just a very much a Far Cry game. So we'll see. Yeah. All right, and lastly here, Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition has come to the PlayStation Five, and um, I'm not sure if anyone was expecting this, but it is a two-disc video game. Oh my gosh! I thought the discs were bullshit. I thought I thought the discs were bullshit. Because you still have to install the games. Yes, you do. They are, they don't run off the discs. So, what what what? What's happening here? Yeah. So apparently one. So the whole thing is 121 gigs. You can only put 100 gigs on a 4K Blu-ray, which is what these a lot of these come on. Um, and what they did is the base game is on a disc, and then the other disc has the DLC, which is cool that I guess it's on there if you're a collector. I'm just kind of surprised that they didn't do, like, here's a disc with the base game, and here's a code for the DLC. Yeah. Ah, that 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 just kind of surprises me that uh, Sony would do that. I mean, yeah, like I said, for the collectors, which there's plenty out there, that's cool. That's neat that there is two discs, but... I think from a business perspective, I would think that would be a lot easier and, and a little yeah. bit cheaper to do it that way. <laughs> I, it, it really... It it feels wasteful, honestly. Like, <laughs> why? Don't it, know. It just... Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, it's our the first two-disc PlayStation 5 game... I thought it was going to be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which I feel like yeah. would be way way more fitting. Yeah, it would. But Horizon, be. stealing the thunder. But yeah, the game is on. Comes to PC October sixth. Well, sorry, it's actually out by now. On October sixth. Oh, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Maybe. Hmm. Is this Steam Deck compatible? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Could be a good Steam Deck game. Yeah. Why not? put anything on the steam deck why not let's go um that's the last piece of news we have i'm gonna download cyberpunk on my steam deck because that is steam deck verified not even just you know playable it is verified on the steam deck there you go so nice but then again they did say the game would run on playstation 4 so (laughs) right (laughs) i'm not i'm not holding my breath over this (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, yeah. That's what 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 have you got planned? You want to you want to try to finish up Final Fantasy 16 here? Yeah, that's that's my my main game. Is mm. that. So, yeah. That's that's my plan. Cool. Yeah. Looking forward to. It. Yeah, I'm going to try to play some video games. Man, I've got a I've got a Halloween party on Friday, uh, not Friday, on Saturday. And then I'm going to the Ren Fair on Sunday. Nice. I work the next two weekends. And then I've got... Keith. You know about Keith's birthday party? Keith, I hope I, you're not listening. I do. I do. Yes. So we're, we've got that as well. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have to next Saturday go to a baby queue. Which oh, makes me what? Throw up. What? What? <laughs> 
What is that? What did you yeah. white people invent now? Oh my god! So it's a it's a baby shower, but with barbecue food, so that the men can be included. Oh, a baby! Oh my, fuck that! Come and they on. call it a baby cue. You it, motherfuckers! Yeah. Ugh, it's awful, dude. I don't. I so badly don't want to go. It's. I'm like, dude. I have nothing in common with you people. I don't give a fuck. Good for you. But I, I don't need to be here. <laughs> God. Yeah. Mm. Fun I'm times. not being racist. That's just white culture, and it repulses oh, me sometimes. It's 100% white culture, yes. <laughs> it's just dumb white girl stuff for the Instagram. It, it just bothers me. Yeah. All right, well. Just so you know, I'm not I'm not having a child anytime soon. And even if I ever, if, even if I ever have a child, I'll never put you through that. Yeah, good. good. I will never put you through that. <laughs> good. All right. Cool. Uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for the show this week. We'll be back next time talking about Final Fantasy 16. Maybe I'll have some more Baldur's Gate to share. Maybe I'll have some Cyberpunk to share. Checking out that. I, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Cyberpunk does sound like a pretty decent idea right now, even though it's a giant fucking video game, and there's more games for me to be playing coming in a couple weeks. So, yeah, just making great choices here. Yeah, um, got got play what you what you're feeling, man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll be back with that. Until then, you know, do all those things that we tell you to do: rate and review us, share us with your friends, and uh, yeah. Be back next week. Until then, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.